Welcome to Running Down the Clock, where we break down all of this week's big news, events, and controversies from the National Football League. Over the next 45 minutes, we will give you basic fan perspective and opinion on the most important stories and moments happening now. So, let's start the clock. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Running Down the Clock. I know that we are a day late, but it is only because tonight, Puya Raisi, we had football. We had the Bills, the Rams kick off in Los Angeles. We wanted to wait tonight just to have a little bit of reaction. Now, I didn't get to watch the game live because I was at work. You watched some of it, and I know you had to work today as well, but uh, I did go through the highlights. I have some talking points. We'll get into a little bit this weekend, but we wanted to save this episode just to kick off uh, the NFL season, record tonight, and release it on Friday morning. Puya, what did you think of the the first football, live, real football, not preseason stuff of the season? Well, I don't know if the NFL is just an amazing matchmaker, but this was potentially a Super Bowl matchup. Yes. And I got to say, from our conversations, we were talking earlier about Buffalo, how this is their Super Bowl season. Anything less than getting to the Super Bowl is a disappointment. They did not disappoint in that regard. They looked phenomenal. And that's still, Josh Allen played great, yet he had mistakes. His game wasn't perfect. He was far from, yet he was so good to overcome any issues he was having tonight. Yeah, I think I mean, he's going to have an amazing season. He is going to have an MVP caliber season. I think that he is probably, as the season started, maybe one of the top five favorites to win it after tonight. Yes, the the thing about taking away a preseason game from four down to three, and then also having these like Matthew Stafford did not play one snap in preseason. These guys take two or three games to kind of get back into the NFL fast paced live action. And you saw it on the Stafford side, he threw three interceptions. One of them I blame on Cooper cup. I know that a lot of people won't, but in my mind, if a ball hits your fingertips, you catch it or else, or else it's on there. there. Like if there, it was there, it It might've been a little high. Sure. It hit him in both hands. He has to catch that. He's an elite wide receiver, and I know he has to stretch for it, but it hit him. It was a no-look pass from Matthew Stafford. It was one of those uh, things that he's known for doing, and it didn't work out this time. It went off the fingertips of Cup and and went into the defender's hands. But, I mean, catch that ball. You you are an elite wide receiver. You're a top-five fantasy pick. You were a top-10, top NFL, top-100 NFL player by NFL.com. You have to make that play. You cannot have that lead to – an interception, but going back to Josh Allen, 26 of 31, three touchdowns. He had two interceptions himself, uh, but man, he carried the ball for 56 yards and a touchdown. And his touchdown was almost like he was playing with children. He kind of just got picked up in the air and he just lobbed the ball forward across the plane. And that was also, against Bobby Wagner. Yeah. And another play, he stiff armed a guy to the ground and just came out of the sidelines laughing. Like this guy is on a different level this season. And I think that he it's going to be an MVP season for Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think you expect uh, Bobby Wagner to get out-muscled like that. But Josh Allen, he's, he's got strength, speed. He's got vision. He's, he's looking like a total package QB right now. Yeah, he's looking like he's all. He's the real deal. And, and one of the things coming into this game and a Josh Allen make this guy look like a fool was Jalen Ramsey. When Josh Allen came into the league when he was drafted, Jalen Ramsey made a comment 
about how it was laughable that the Bills selected Josh Allen and that he was not going to go anywhere. I think I have the quote ready because it was a highlight thing that came up. And it was, I think this is quote from Jalen Ramsey about Josh Allen in 2018. I think Allen is trash. I don't care what nobody say. He's trash and is going to show too. That's a stupid draft pick to me. Well, guess what, Jalen Ramsey? He threw 53 yards on you today in one play to Stefan Diggs. Made you look what like a fool. Spurred, what spurred Jalen Ramsey to say that? He was he was the Jaguars at the time, I'm guessing? Yeah, I'm guessing so as well. And what does he care about the Bills? Well, I don't I, so I, I also don't know why he would say something like that to a Did team that's not that in his division. Did he say that on every draft pick? That that's what I mean. Was, <laughs> you know, he said that again from first pick to... 70th pick, he said about every guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I maybe that was the year he got picked and it was and he was picked after Allen. I don't know, but I also thought it was weird that he would go after a Buffalo Bills quarterback for no reason at all, other than maybe he had beef with him in college. Right. It's just but, a weird thing to say. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey didn't look great tonight. He looked terrible. A lot of the Rams didn't look good. I thought Cooper Cup was actually the shining light of the Rams. 113 receptions, 128 yards, one touchdown. His longest was 28, uh, 28 yards. He had 15 targets, so he caught 13. And that one touchdown was not an easy touchdown. Keep his no. toes in like that. Yeah, that quick no, it was, forward. It was very he was good. still looking in you know Super Bowl MVP form. Like he was playing well, but it also let me think, where's Allen Robinson? Where are the other receivers? Nobody else did anything. I didn't see any of the other receivers doing anything. Allen Robinson only had, which is, this is another weird thing is Allen Robinson only had two targets. He's supposed to be their big free agent pickup. This guy that they saved this, this elite wide receiver that they saved from Chicago to come fill in from OBJ and, and all of a sudden make a difference on the other side of the field opposite cup. He did not live up to that task at all. I mean, he only got the, he only had two targets, caught one of them. For 12 yards. I didn't see his dropped one or if it went nowhere near him, but it doesn't look like it was caught or called the drop pass. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's it the Bills showed up to play this season. Right now, the Rams, because they didn't play a lot of their starters, they're gonna have to, they're gonna have two or three games where they're gonna they're gonna need to get back into it. And it's a tougher division for them to do that. It's, it's, you know me, I love to overreact and a week one overreaction, I would never let that go. So yeah, I think that the Rams have a lot to figure out. You know, there's this is a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. I'm starting to question if they're even gonna win the NFC. <laughs> I mean, it's one game, but... it's not overreact. It's one game. It's eleven thirty-seven. The game's been over for maybe three hours. Let's not all of a sudden say that they're the worst team in the NFC. <laughs> But jokes aside, they did look like the players that left. They were they were really missing. Von Miller. Well, let's talk about a player that left because Von Miller, he is one of the biggest guys that left this season. They replaced him with Bobby Wagner. But Von Miller was on fire. He had four tackles, two sacks, three tackles for loss, which obviously if you're listening to this NFL podcast, that means that they tackled someone at behind the line of scrimmage. They did not blitz anyone. They sacked Matthew Stafford seven times. They did not blitz anyone on those seven times. That meaning that the four linemen on the, against on the line of scrimmage got past the the offensive line of the Rams and sacked them. They were playing cover two, 
So that is kind of a scary stat. And Stafford looked like he got a hit on some of those. It looked like he did not want to get up. Um, so if Von Miller came out firing again, and so there is multiple games this weekend coming up that we'll talk a little about in a little bit where players that have left their teams from last year are playing them week one, right? This Sunday. So if it's anything like Von Miller, man, I might have to switch my, I picked suicide pick. I took Denver to beat Seattle on Monday night. Now I'm thinking like, was Seattle going to give Russ a hard time or is Russ going to give Seattle a hard time? I, I came thinking that Russ is going to give Seattle a hard time, but it's in well, Seattle. Yeah, but if you're following the, the the trend that was set tonight, the guy who left is the one that's going to be the threat. So Russ, the one who left, playing against his former team away. Yeah, you're right. If, if history repeats itself. I actually feel confident in myself for that. But, but also, if you go back to our podcast last week, we did nothing but bash Seattle. We had no confidence. Seattle stinks. I don't Seattle know stinks. why now you're starting to doubt them. Doubt just your pick. Fear, fear. I picked Denver to win, so it's just fear based. Everything in my life is fear based, and this is picking or spite based football games or, or spite based. Yeah. Um, so I was just talking about spite for a second because I was a little angry about NFL Network today. I got home. I wanted to watch the highlights. Put on NFL Network. They were talking, I forget who it was. I don't want to say, I don't want to say it was Brian Dawkins or I don't know who it was. I also don't want to say it was LaShawn McCoy, but somebody said that Matthew Stafford, because there's lots of talk in the preseason about him not being healthy, they have thrower's elbow is what they're calling it, a mixture of tennis elbow and like golf elbow. Said it's affecting him and that he shouldn't have played. This is Matthew Stafford we're talking about. This is not a guy that sits out any play ever. If he is able to throw a ball 15 yards, 10 yards, he's going to throw a ball. They were saying that he's trying too hard to throw the ball. They're saying that he's trying too hard to win a game. That's what this guy does. What, what, are, you, what are they talking about? I don't even know the backup to, to um, the Rams, but you have Matthew Stafford. The guy just took you to a Super Bowl. Why would you not play him? It's He's going to throw the ball with his throwing arm injury all season i hated that take on on nfl network like just calm down everybody calm down it's week one he didn't play all preseason he's gonna need to warm up i i can understand the idea now i didn't hear the take so i don't know where his uh, sentiments lie but you remember uh robert griffin yeah robert griffin third do you do you remember him in the playoffs he was playing on injured leg injured knee or something and he kept getting hit and you just watched him diminish so yeah. badly in that game it ruined his career yeah now i understand sometimes the player doesn't want to come out of the game the player doesn't think you know it's almost like a parent they you you have to do what's best for him because they're not going to come out of the game they will die on the field and yeah. that's the kind of player he is but sometimes you have to make that decision for him that no no, no. we want you long term we want you for the entire season I don't want you uh, putting too much stress on your injury right now. Yeah. Because yeah. he's not going to pull himself out of the game. These sure. the pro athletes, How often do you see elite level pro athletes pull themselves out of a game? It doesn't uh, happen. That well, their elite we, status. If we, they're not really, you know, like they can, if the, I got one, I got a big one. I got a big one. that's going to make you angry. You is a basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> is his name <laughs> Kevin Durant? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's Scottie Pippen when he had that migraine. Oh, God. 
<laughs> there it is. That's the reaction I wanted. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that though, because I know you could go on for 45 minutes about that. But I mean, so Stafford was hit 15 times in this game. He was he was hit 15 times in this game. That's a lot. He looked battered and bruised at the end of the game. Oh, and again, yeah. it's one of those things where that doesn't add to the longevity of your quarterback if he is injured, but I get it. I mean, you're you're out there to win. The NFL is a business of winning games. Yeah. At the expense of players' health. And I mean, that's not just saying that the NFL is an evil empire trying to injure their players, but that's just the reality of how football works. The players get hurt. It happens all the time. Yeah, I agree right? with that. It's a, and it's a tough sport. One of the things they could do, Los Angeles, is run the ball. And they did not do that this game. Um, so Cam Akers, who we all thought would be the starting running back this year, only ran the only carried the ball three times at zero yards. Daryl Henderson came in, ran at 13 carries, 47 yards. They only had 52 yards running in this game compared to the 121 yards that the Bills had. 56 of them came from their quarterback, but still, that's a huge difference. You need to run the ball to be successful in the throwing game in the NFL. Yeah. I, it, you know, it seemed that the Buffalo didn't play a perfect game. They no. gave the Rams a lot of opportunities to run away with the lead themselves early. Mm-hmm. LA couldn't capitalize on anything. It was 10, 10, it was 10, 10 in the third, in the third quarter. And they settled for that uh, field goal. They could have been up 14, 10 to end the, the half. Yeah. But How do you feel about that? The, How do like you feel about four, settling for field goals? It was like a four-man sack on uh, Stafford. Yeah. He got sacked by the entire uh, defensive line at one point. Well, I mean, there's no, like, that's the weird thing is there's no offensive line in Los Angeles in tonight's game. And that's going to be a massive problem because that was a huge problem in Detroit for Stafford. He got hit. So he's already taken 12 years of getting smoked because he's got no offensive line. He can't do it again this year. Can't happen. No. Um, final thoughts from this game before we move on here. Yeah, I I liked every player on the Bills there. Like they all looked elite tonight. Do you like, have any, Stephon any of Stephon Diggs? Stephon Diggs is so looked, good. He he looked as good, if not better, than Cooper Cup tonight. Oh yeah. He looked, yeah. And he's always been, uh, you know, he's always in the conversation of top top receiver. Ever yeah. since he pulled that one, uh, what was it, the Minneapolis Miracle or whatever. The, that uh, was when the they Saints, send, send, the, send the Saints home. Yeah. yeah. Ever since then, he's been in the conversation. Oh, yeah. He's top five wide receiver by far. The Bills, yeah. I, it was weird that Minnesota let him leave, but also not weird because Minnesota has Thielen and Jefferson, so they're doing pretty well, but. Imagine Jefferson and Stefan Diggs. That'd be pretty. Yeah. But just the, the, the little plays he made on um, Jalen Ramsey, where Ramsey couldn't do anything. Like he was, and he was doing everything right. He was on him, the coverage. There was, you know, split second that he had a window to catch, and boom, he made the catch. Well, he got smoked by like him on the was, touchdown play, like the 53 yard touchdown pass. He was, he was six yards ahead of him on that play. Like, and this is the weird thing about Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I don't know be... how if he read that wrong, if he thought somebody else was going to help him, and he, he kind of committed to that play a little late. Yeah, I don't know, but I so this stat came up today. Is Jalen Ramsey has allowed a deep touchdown in four of his last five games, including playoffs. That's like before that, he went 65 games without allowing a single one. Is so it time to overreact? 
it's I don't know, but for it's not a time to overreact. But for a guy that talks that much shit, you can't be giving up deep. Like in the NFL, it's all deep passes, and that's how you like. It's like home runs. Like chicks dig the long ball, so if you can't be giving it up if you're Jalen Ramsey and you want to be able to talk that much. That's the only thing is you have to win to talk like that, and he he's getting beat four to the five last five games. One of them was the Super Bowl. Like that's including playoffs. So you gotta. I think you if gotta you be walk elite. away with a Super Bowl ring in the game, you get a pass on. Well, yeah, I've already forgot about who who, who burned them in any of those games. They won a Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. He has a Super yeah. Bowl ring, but this is a new season, so we can shit on him right now. It would have been. Tonight. It would have been Jamar Chase. It would have been Jamar Chase. It, That's who we would have been covering in the uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, he did um, burned a couple times. I remember those plays now that we talk about it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a good Super Bowl. Um, it was, but it was a good, it was a good matchup to start Thursday night. Well, that's what I was saying. The NFL, the, the matchmaking machine, they, they got it on point this year. There's a lot of good, uh, games. Uh, we mentioned the Denver, uh, Denver, Seattle. Yeah. Denver, Seattle Monday night, which isn't probably, that's probably not a great game. Let's be honest. That is good. That should be a Denver blowout. No, no, but there's a lot of history there. Sure. Yeah. Well, well, this is, I don't know how they did this, but they, yeah, you've got Russell going back to the city that made him who he is yeah. or him making the city what they are. You could argue that as well. Um, and then you have Baker playing the Browns. Like there's yeah. so many, there's so many things going on this first week that it's exciting. And that's so the Monday night game is the Broncos Seahawks. Now I thought that they used to do two Thursday night games or two Monday night games in the first week last year. Did they not do that? I thought they did that because the West coast got a game. Usually the East coast gets fucking everything that pisses me off about the East coast is that nobody gives a shit about the West coast because there's so many more people that live on the East coast. But I, usually I, the first you know, week, I got to interrupt game. and ask you a question. Now you grew up East time zone. Yeah. And I'd stay up and did watch the game. Did you once ever think about the West coast at that time? No, but I'd stay up and watch the game. No, exactly. You didn't care. No, but I stayed up and watched the games. I didn't complain about them. We'd go to the bar and we'd watch the second game. We'd go watch them. We'd get two football games that started at 7 p.m. We'd be out till 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Now we get on the West Coast, everything, every every game is done by 8.30. I'll bring up a point that no football fan has any idea about hockey my team in hockey on the West Coast, whenever they played your team, I know it hockey, pissed me off too. They changed our home game time just to accommodate the I East know. Coast fan. That is that, that should that's an abomination. You cannot change should not be allowed game time. No, the point of a home game is that you're on our time in our city. Yeah, it should not be allowed. Not to accommodate the whole, the away team's fans. Yeah, it shouldn't be allowed. I completely agree with that. Same with just like anything in the World Series. Or or any like anything on the West Coast, your advantage is your time. It is that's the whole thing about playing at home is you wake up, you go through your routine, you play at seven o'clock, like but usually when things start. So the NFL then does takes it to the next level where instead of East Coast, you know they put them on Greenwich Mean Time. They yeah. throw them out in Europe. Oh, yeah, that's so hard to watch those games. I don't think I've ever watched a game in London, England. It's also no, shitty I've teams that go there. 6.30 a.m. on the West Coast is when that game kicks off. 6.30 a.m. Can't do that. I can't no. do that. 
All right, so let's go through some of these games. Uh, we won't keep these listeners because there's a Friday. We don't, they don't want to hear. They want to hear us. They want to get their weekend started. So I'm going to go through them. I'm going to give you the point spread. You let me know if you think you take the team and the spread, or do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. First game up. Obviously, I'm going to talk about it because Lions Eagles. It's in Detroit. Eagles are four point favorites. Usually on a betting line, if you're the home team, you automatically get three points. So the they think that technically the, if this was an Eagles home game, it'd be seven points. So Eagles four points favorites in Detroit. Jared Goff week one. Every, he is, he has beat the spread. Every game he's played in week one. That's Eagles, his history. That's his history. He's, he's, he's beaten that spread every year. Well, then I'm going with Jared Goff to beat the spread. If that's history. I love that. I love that. I also think that, I think the Eagles win, but I think they win by three, not four. So I'll also take the Lions to beat the spread there. I was looking at the matchup before we go further. I was looking at the matchups. There are some tight matchups this year. There's very few that are just, you know, uh, this week. You're think this is an out, sorry, this this week, this week, yeah. this week, um, that are just going to be a blowout. And the ones that are going to be a blowout that you think that you know, a couple of them, like the Seattle Denver. There's a little bit of that rivalry that will make it a little more exciting. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is, do you do suicide pools? Yeah, I'm in a suicide pool. Who would you take? I took Indy. I never want to be out the first week. Nobody wants to be out, but the first week is when you some one of these teams that are favorites are going to lose, and there's going to be a lot of people upset. So you took Indy to beat the Texans. Texans. That should be a lock. Should be a lock. That should, should be a lot. So, you but know, the Colts, I, I took a good team. Yeah, but the Colts also last year when they had to make the playoffs lost the Jaguars when they should yeah. have won. That's why that's why I didn't take the Colts for that exact I reason. Just, I agree, but I think that the Texans overperformed last year compared, compared relative to the Jaguars. Yeah, I think the Colts win. So the, the spread is seven points. It's in Houston. You do you think that they Colts beat the spread, or do you think that the Texans keep it within seven at least? No, I think they beat the spread. Yeah, I think it's like a twenty-one to three game, twenty-eight to ten, something like that. How quick can you pull up? What was the spread for tonight's game? Uh, check it out right now. Hold on, hold on, listeners, hold on. I see it. Just gonna scroll to the bottom. The spread was two and a half for the Bills. Two and a half. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They were they were up by three scores, no? They won by two, three scores. Yeah. 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 So they got so. got it wrong. Um, all right. Browns, Panthers, rivalry game for Baker Mayfield, rivalry game for the Browns. In Carolina, that's gonna help Baker. It's a one point favorite for the Panthers. That's a close game. That's the you nobody should be picking a suicide game off this matchup who do you have panthers are favored to win by one i'm going with panthers i i see more so like tonight's game buffalo had more to prove everybody's gonna go at the rams because you're defending uh champs and especially watching them get blown out week one i think a lot of people gives a lot of people a lot more fight and a lot a little strategy of something to do now i'm not saying everybody's gonna be able to do what buffalo did just because buffalo's got a stacked team yeah but 
it gives other teams hope, right? That's a, that's a blow to the Rams that now everybody's going to give them their best game. And that uh, Panthers Browns game, the Pan, uh, the Panthers quarterback is the one that's going to have the revenge game. I don't think the Browns have any extra motivation against the Panthers other than the fact that, Oh, there's our old quarterback. And I just don't think that, that, that I think doesn't he got seem along. like the best revenge game. I think he got along with everybody. So I don't know why they want to go out there and try to beat his ass. Exactly. Like if it was in Cleveland, it'd be harder, but it's in Carolina. So it's his home. So I think Panthers, I actually think they blow him out. Yeah. I think they win by 14. And who's our starting quarterback in uh, Cleveland? Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. So see you never. Uh, all right. 49ers, Bears. It's in Chicago. 49ers, six and a half point favorites. I also didn't want to choose this one as a suicide pick because they got a essentially a rookie quarterback. I know it's his sophomore season. I know that's his second year starting, but it's his first year as the starter dedicated by the coach. And uh, we're talking about Trey Lance. He apparently couldn't you say at, the same thing. Couldn't you say the same thing about the bears quarterback? Yeah. But Isn't it his starting season? It's no, he started, he started a lot of games last year, but you're not wrong. So I, yeah, you're not wrong. You could, but the 49ers. So, but they could go. So that just validates my point. It's, this could go either way in the first week of an NFL season. This could go either way. I wouldn't want to put my suicide pick on that. No, I think I do think though that the 49ers win. I don't think it's by six and a half. I think the bears cover the spread. Agree. Disagree. Oh, no, I think the 49ers win. Um, the spreads, I'm terrible with spreads. I don't well, get you got to fucking choose. This is you're on an NFL podcast. You know what? I'm I'm saying they beat the spread. They're up by a touchdown. All right. So yeah. fuck, you take them as suicide to pick them. You're so confident about it. No, no. I, got in, I, got in. I don't want to be out week one. I don't want to be out week one. I'll, I'll be out week two. I can live with myself. Out week one, no way. Jaguars, commanders. The commanders are at home. It is a two and a half favorite for Washington. We talked highly of the Jaguars I'm, this season, so here we go. I'm just Both going with the Jaguars just because I'm still not used to the name Commanders. Yeah, Commanders. I, I, I don't know that team. It doesn't register. Stinks. So I'm going Stinks. with the Jaguars. I'm going Jaguars as well. Um, yeah, Jaguars. I think they win. Patriots, yeah. Dolphins in Miami. Dolphins are three and a half favorites. Who you got? I, I always Again. said... Miami has a shot against the Patriots. They could usually play spoiler for a game or two every couple of years against uh, New England. They yeah. they always had the spoiler potential. I think I think that I always think that um, division games they split, and I think the Dolphins will win this game against the Patriots. And I think that's a rocky start for the Patriots. I think it's a great start for the Dolphins. I think Tua is going to have a great year. This is the way to do it. Now, will they cover the spread, the Dolphins? Yes, I think they win by a touchdown. What's the spread? Six and a half? Three, three and a half. Three. Oh, yeah. I think they can be win by three. Three and a half, yeah. They'll I, cover the spread. I, I don't think the Patriots are going to have the best season this year. Neither do I. So here's a weird game. Steelers, Bengals. In Cincinnati. But before, before, you, before you go at it now. Yep, go for it. We haven't hit a lock of the week, though, have we? Well, no, we'll, we'll hit a lock of the week at the end of the fuck. We'll go through them all. And we'll I talk know. about a lock of the week. I know. I'm you're just gonna saying. Stop me at Steelers Bengals. You got something to say about the Steelers Bengals as a lock of the week? Or are you taking oh, Dolphins no. as lock of the week? No, I took my lock of the week, Indy. That's what it is. So then what are we talking about? Why are you telling why are you calling us out on your own show 
Why are you I'm calling out your calling whole show out. about a lock my of the week point, when you've already point. taken your suicide pick, which is the lock of the week? No, my point was the most of these games are tighter than you think. They're not, you know, there's no blowout so far from what we've discussed. Well, we're going through all the games. We've been through four games. Why are you trying to assassinate me? (laughs) Bengals, Steelers. Now, I'm going through uh, the score app right now just because it's convenient. They don't have a spread. We got 10 minutes left. They don't have a spread in this. So it's straight up Steelers, Bengals. Which is odd to me because straight Bengals up, that's 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 on my alley. I'm taking Bengals straight up. Me too. Which is weird. There's Super Bowl favorites. Steelers have a brand new quarterback. A whole new thing going on over there. Bengals. I think Bengals win by ten. Jets. Ravens. Ravens. It's in New York. Ravens are seven point favorites. I'm going Ravens. I think they. I think that back. could be your lock of the week. Yeah, I think Ravens. Jets is lock of the week. You got Joe Flacco starting. He started it when we were born back in like 1985 and 1986. I think I feel like Joe was still starting. He was the quarterback the last time the Ravens won the Super Bowl. So that's a little bit of a revenge match for him to try and, you know, show them like, hey, I still got it. Sure. I just don't think he has enough of it. When you guys got rid of it. I don't think he has enough of it to be revengeful. Yeah. 15, 15 years ago. You guys remember me? He walks in with a cane for some like fucking smoke and atmosphere. I was here 15 years ago. I won your Super Bowl. I'm all, I'm already in the Hall of Fame of your team, not the actual Hall of Fame. He'll never be there. Uh, all right. So I got Ravens. I got them beating the spread. You have Ravens. You have them beating the spread. You're calling that. You're locked. Double that spread. Whatever that spread is, double, double it. it. I got 14. double that spread. We got Saints-Falcons in Atlanta. Falcons stink. Saints are uh, favorites to win by five and a half. I bet they win by a touchdown or more. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I, I agree 100%, 100%. And then we move on to our 130 games. Uh, if East Coast, 430 if you're – or 130 West Coast, 430 if you're in the East Coast. Cardinals, Chiefs, this is a big game. Unfortunately, Hopkins is not playing in it because it would be that much more important. It's in Arizona. Kansas City Chiefs are favorites to win by six. Who you got? I still like Kansas City. I still think they're not, not as bad a team as you think they are. You convince me that they're terrible. I, I agree with you that their division is tough. But outside of their division, I still think they are a great team. Outside of their division, good team. In their division, they stink. It's but not I will a divisional matchup. I know, but I'm going to give it to the Cardinals. It's at home. I think that the Cardinals beat the spread. So if you need a team to beat the spread and win a game, I think that it's going to be the Arizona Cardinals versus the Kansas City Chiefs this week. I think Tyreek Hill is a bigger loss than everybody else thinks. And that's what I'm going to say about that. Do we apologize to the listeners for just listening to you? I will never apologize for shit. I will never apologize for shit. You choose to listen to us, listeners. If you want to listen to us, you can listen to somebody else. But right now you're listening to us, and I refuse to apologize for it. I'm sorry, because I apologize all the time. I feel, I constantly find myself apologizing. Now, the apology has lost all meaning for me just because I throw them out, you know, like candy, but but I still do it. Yeah, well, okay. Well, that's why you apologize for us, and I re- will refuse to apologize for us. It balances it out. We're even. <laughs> Let's go. Do we have the Giants, the Titans? It's in Tennessee. Uh, Titans are favored to win by five and a half. Uh, yeah, Titans win. Even though we shat on them during the first episode of this podcast ever, I think the Titans beat the Giants. I think so. I think the Giants are competing for the Jets with the Jets to be the worst team in the league. And the Jets might even have a leg up right now to be the better team. 
Yeah, I mean, I think Seattle's the worst team in the league, but I think yeah, the Giants are there with them. I agree with that. And I think Titans win by seven to 14 points. So Titans probably another another good suicide team there. Um, Vikings, Packers, it's in Minnesota, divisional rivalry. The Vikings hate the Packers. Packers are supposed to not supposed to win. They're favorites to win by one and a half. Who you got in this game? It's a repeat game. of last year. A repeat of last year. The Green Bay Packers got blown out. I think it was the Saints they played week one last year. And they were blown out. Some ridiculous score, like 34 to 3 or something. Yeah. And I think I'm gonna follow suit this year. Yeah, you think Vikings blow them out? Not blow them out. I'm not calling 34 to 3 on the Vikings to, uh, to Green Bay, but I think the uh the Vikings win it. That's a tough one for me. I don't know about this one. I wouldn't bet on this one. You, you hate them both. Just take I the game off the schedule as a Lions fan. Yeah. I. You know what? I hope the Vikings win, so I'm going to choose the Vikings to win. I don't like the Packers. I don't like the Packers more than I don't like the Vikings. I don't like the Vikings. Kirk Cousins stinks, though. He sucks really bad at the sport of football. I'm going, you know what? I'll go Vikings. They're going to hand it off to Dalvin Cook. Justin Jefferson will just catch some of those lame ducks. But can there. can his amazing receivers make up for his lack of uh, Yes, they talent? can. And that's what's Where stinks. Aaron Rodgers has to make up for that lack of receivers by himself. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a the, harder task. That's, that's a, a bigger ask. That that's is a, a much line bigger ask. That's the storyline right? of this game. I think Vikings win. I am going to go with your side. We got now, we got our first AFC West divisional game we got the chargers versus chiefs 125 p.m it's in los angeles chargers are three and a half point favorites who you got don't don't we have the chiefs already playing cardinal chargers raiders chargers raiders yeah i was like chiefs playing twice i never said that that you heard that i didn't say that i refuse to apologize if i did well i apologize for assuming you did (laughs) now I think Chargers, the Chargers, Chargers is the safer choice, but I have to double back, double up on my my mouth earlier from last week that uh, taking the Raiders. Yeah, you talk Raiders at home. Is you, Raiders at home? One of our comments. No, it's in LA. One of our comments oh. from from a listener said, "I hate, I hate." He said, "I hate all caps." Puya's take on the AFC West. Yeah, and I refuse to apologize for it. I'm well, gonna go. I'm Chargers. not apologizing for that one, but no, if it's in LA, I'm taking the Chargers. I take I'm the Chargers with you as well. Do you think they cover the spread? Three and a half. Yeah. I don't know. I think they win by three. I think they also have. They have a little more of that uh, revenge in them, just from losing the last game of the season to the Raiders to not make the playoffs. No, I think the Raiders, I think the Raiders have more to play for this season because they're the they have more to play for. But I'm saying the Chargers just have that little bit of spite in them. Yeah, but it's it's the first week. Like the Raiders have been shit on. They said they're going to be the bottom dwellers of this division all off season, so they're going to come out wanting to play harder against Chargers who I think are going to the Super Bowl. I'm arguing for the Raiders right now. I understand that, but I think that the Chargers yeah, you win kind this of game. spun me around that I yeah, I can see I, your I, eyes just blinking in the back of your head. It's yeah. I think the Chargers win. Are I don't you me? think they I don't think they beat the spread. I think they win by three points. Spread is three and a half. Um, it's the Sunday night game, Cowboys, Dak Prescott at home versus Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. There is no spread. 
There is no over currently. So it's just pick them. I got Buccaneers winning in a close game, a tight game, a fun game. Who you got? Yeah, I'm going with the Bucs. I see Jerry Jones getting more frustrated every season. And uh, it seems like they really like showing him just upset that his Cowboys can't get it done. So I'm taking the uh, taking the Bucks on this one. I thought I thought Queen Elizabeth was going to outlive Jerry Jones based on the stress that these Cowboys give him. And that I was I lost a lot of money today on that. But yeah. uh let's go. What was the odds on that one? I'm not I don't very know. curious what the odds but were. But the on stress that. level that the Cowboys team gives their fans, I would have thought would be through the roof with what they do to Jerry Jones. So but I, I got Buccaneers in this. Do I they the give him stress? They, they come out very confident every year. This is our year. Sure, I've but they, never, they, they, they I've stink. never heard a Lions fan once say this is our year. Well, Cowboys say it midway through the season. There's never Teams our year. That's apart, the problem with Dallas fans is Dallas fans talk such a big game and they never back it up. Lions fans just don't talk. And then we just accept the fact that we stink. Cowboys fans need to learn a lot from Lions fans, I think. Last game, Monday night, we got the Broncos, Seahawks. We talked a little bit about it already. It's a return game for Russell Wilson. It's in Seattle, so they got the 12th man, some of the best fans in the league. Um, you grew up watching the Seahawks. It's six-point favorites for the Broncos. I think Broncos win. I think that Broncos cover the spread. Do you agree, disagree? You have less I than agree. a minute. I think they win handedly. I think they win Give handedly? 10, point, 10 points on the spread. I think so, too. taking the Broncos. I think it's going to be a boring stinker of a Monday night game, but that is our time for this episode. Sorry that we were a day late, but it's because we had football tonight. I hope you guys enjoy it. Booyah, any last words for our fans? I apologize on behalf of Tyler and myself for this episode, but it'll get better next week. We will see you next week, next Thursday. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the first week of football uh, Sunday. Wake up. Live it. Get your coffee. Have fun. Spend 10 hours watching football. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Running Down the Clock is brought to you by the Ordinary Podcast Network and is every Thursday running until the week after the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoyed enough to subscribe and tune in again next week.